Welcome to the Broken Pencil Booking Company Pro Wrestling Podcast and radio show infused with hip-hop. I am Wood. Made daily. With organic, farm-to-table, localized, neuralized, sterilized, scotch-guarded for 2020 repellent, available online, shipped via Amazon, not available on Sundays, but now available on thebeastradio.com. Broken Pencil Logic. You stay classy, Internet. I'm Suave Burgundy. My man, Suave. What's happening? Yeah. I mean, you know, we outside like concrete. Handling business, turning corners. Can, can, I, chicks. Can, can I get your facial reaction for about five minutes while I drop some audio? <sighs> if you must. Yeah, it, it, I must. I must. On this day. What type of audio is this? Suave, do you trust your boy? Would, would I let you? Would I let you down in a recording set, a recorded setting? You would set me up in a recorded setting. I would. You may, do, I would you set you up, but I would let not let down. you down. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, courtesy of Howard Stern. But I played. I played a clip of you this morning where you said some things about Hulk Hogan that were unbelievable to me. You, you really do not like the guy because, and let me see if I got this right. Hulk Hogan would come up to you at appearances and tell you you're the guy, you're the man, you, he loves you. You know, he, he, he showed a great deal of affection. And then he'd even say, give me a call, we'll get something going. Then you would call him and he wouldn't return your call. Is that the source of the argument? You're absolutely right, Mr. Howard, because the man, every all intelligent wrestling fans around the world, especially Macho of the arena, Madison Square Garden, New York and New York City, they know who was a chap when before that Hollywood blonde jabroni, Hulk Hogan, Aaron Sheik. So after I lost my belt to him, I'm getting so excited, I won't even stand up. Talk. And after I lost my belt to him, Mr. Howard, he come in the locker room. He said, Shiki baby, I love you. I owe you one. And after that, he, he never returned my call back. And another lie to me, he, he told me another lie, lie. Two months ago, I met him in the New Jersey. And he come, said, Shiki baby, I love you again. And he tell his jabroni puppet, which is he was my first manager, uh, Jimmy Hart. And he tell Jimmy Hart, get the chicken number. We're going to use him for his show, reality show, whatever. Mm, but I hope you have a little bit of problem. He, I, he didn't call me again. That's the two times, Mr. Howard, he lied to me. All right, so he lied to you. But it, here's the thing. I know you consider yourself a man's man, which you are. You're a manly guy. And you even just call people f- and stuff. But then Whoa. you said in this clip... <laughs> You wanted to fuck his wife, Linda? Oh, no, 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 no. Whoa, 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 whoa. This Please, is what, this sorry is what you about said. that. You said, you said you were going to fuck his wife, Linda. You are going to fuck his daughter. You are going to fuck him and his son. But that's My gay. Mr. Howard, it must be you misunderstand. Uh, I mean, I really, I really don't hate him that much. Right. So I'd say I'm going to fuck the Linda or his son or his daughter. But must be somebody misunderstand. Uh, I'm a family man. He's a family man. That's a cheap heat to I talk about his wife or her daughter. That's right. You're I, saying you didn't do it? No, no, ma'am. No, I have a tape of it. 
I played it today. Is that right? Yeah. But must be somebody, <laughs> must be with somebody else. But, but, uh, uh, I mean. the Sheik? Yeah, yeah I, I mean. Sheik, his son is underage. I don't think you can be having sex with him. Well, absolutely not. Right. Sam is her daughter. Right. Sam is his wife, Linda. Right. And I have a good friendship with his wife and his daughter. But, but Robin, I never say anything bad about his wife or her daughter. Must be somebody misunderstand. But, but I don't like Hulk Hogan himself. Right. But uh, I'm a Shia Muslim. You know, all country, uh, we don't talk about people, wife, and daughter. But you did it. Must, must, be, must be something was wrong, Mr. You, Howard. You got all worked up, maybe. Must be was, uh, maybe I was not in my, you, my mind, you, or maybe. Did you, you lose your mind and say you want to have to, sex with men? Do we have, no, 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 no. Why do you say you want to fuck Hulk Hogan himself? Well, maybe I can do that himself, but not his wife, right. not his daughter. I mean, I'm going to fuck him up differently. That me beat the fuck out of him and, and him suplex him, put him in the camel clutch, break his back, and fuck his ass, and make him humble. That's why I said it. Right. But besides that, uh, I don't want to talk about his family. That's a cheap in You are another ball I heard. Sheik. You're going to be in my list sooner or late. Sheik. <laughs> but you say you want to Sheaky. fuck Hogan in the ass. Sheaky, that's baby. Gay. I know, but I... Uh, that, that's enough. That's oh, come enough. Come on, bro. How was that going to get us canceled? <laughs> there's, once there's once a, again. There's a, really, there's a really, 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 really good chance that that piece of audio we just listened to doesn't make it anywhere. That is courtesy of Howard Stern's show from about mm, 19 years ago. I don't know the exact date, but it's definitely from the Howard Stern show. I got to give credit where credit's due for educational purposes only. If you are listening to this or if you're watching this, we are recording this on Wednesday, June 7th. Year of our Lord. Year of our Lord. I said year of our Lord. Year of our Lord. 20 and 23. Wiggle wee convenient, bring me your dinner bucket. Let the church say, Amen. On this day, we lost a treasure, a, a national uh, treasure. Yeah, he, he's one of those people that I really, really strongly would say protect at all costs. Pre, uh, Predominantly known throughout his wrestling career as the Iron Sheik has passed away north of the age of 80, which is a definite full life. Factual. That man. There there was a time in my childhood when I look at pe certain, certain people on TV and was genuinely in fear for my life from seeing some <laughs> of the things that they did. Uh, Blade Runner Rock was one of those. Uh, who else? Uh, John Nord, the Barbarian in Mid South. Oh, okay. And specifically, you specifically, you the Berserker. Specifically in Mid South. Okay. It, it, All right, I got you. Yeah. <laughs> um, Lord Humongous. Pause. <laughs> Spe right. Also, specifically in Mid South, okay. There, um, but 
for during the time that the Iron Sheik was on everybody's TV up to four times in a weekend. Don't mm-hmm. forget, don't forget he was in a cartoon. Rock and wrestling. That man, that man was easily the first heel, the first bad guy that I went out of my way to laugh for because he was so charismatic and so emphatic in his hatred for the US of A. As you can see on the screen, the names of The Wood and The Suave the Burgundy is a tribute to the Iron Sheik. <laughs> Sheiky baby. Um, I, I I hate that I, like because of my age demographic, I didn't get to see in real time his probably his greater contributions to the business as far as an in-ring perspective. When when I see him and I'm actually able to to digest what I'm watching, he's towards the end of his career. And then then I get the the Colonel Mustafa. Yep. Now I know who the Iron Sheik is because I'm, I watched that cartoon as a kid, but I didn't. I didn't see the title, live the title reign in real time, or the transfer to Good Try Terry, or you know anything that that predates that. Um, let me let me ask you a question. Actually, Iron I'm just Sheik. I'm just I'm just going. Actually, I'm not going to ask you a question. I want you to tell me. Okay. An organization, a wrestling company, in history, just randomly. Oh, just any any company. Any period? any company in history that that you revered to be as a great company, just name just name one. ECW. ECW is probably the only place that the Iron Sheik did not show up. Give me another one. World class. He was there. Okay. Give, give me another one. Continental. Yep. Ah, wait a minute. Let me double check. Let me double check. Let me double check my my, my history here. Do, do you go? So the fun the funny thing is, he said his first manager was Jimmy Hart. So it's very possible that he may have done a stint in Memphis for for a brief moment in time, if that's the case. Because up until about 84, 85. Jimmy Hart was only in uh, the uh, the the mid southern territory. Keep going. Give me another one. Uh, another wrestling company. I I know for a fact he was in the NWA, so there's no point in saying that. One. Not just the NWA. Jim Crockett, Georgia Championship Wrestling, Championship Wrestling from Florida. And Smoky you know, Mountain. It wasn't the Smoky Mountain. Guess where he started. Portland. <laughs> Might as well had AWA. He was in Minnesota. Oh shit. Yeah, he D- different different region, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> same 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 cast of characters, different region. Uh but yeah, I mean AWA, WWF, Crockett, uh Mid-South, Florida, Georgia Championship, back to WWF. Uh, uh, so, and then of course we can't forget he was probably one of the first people to break kayfabe in the news 
as he and uh, Jim Duggan got pulled over. That, that's an episode of Dark Side of the Ring waiting to happen. Truth Duggan and the Duggan and Shiki Baby getting pulled over together doing coke is like it's gonna that story's gonna live for <laughs> facts. In a, in a 100% self, facts. In a self-professed crackhead. Rec, I'm sorry, a self-professed recreational crackhead. There is no such thing as recreational crack use. Um World Wrestling Council. So he was in Puerto Rico getting live. Um of course, who of doesn't go to Puerto Rico and get live? And, and of course, he was in WCW um, briefly. Um, right. Even went to UWF International for a bit. But uh-huh. to the newer generation and the casual fan, Shiki Baby is a professional wrestler who's not known for professional wrestling more so than he is his social media prowess. Fam, you already know how we feel about casual fans. Do you know that? <laughs> no, dead serious. Do you know that online in the comment section where all logic all logic goes, goes to die? There has been a, a groundswell in the use of the word casual, and they used it in a similar context to the way we've been using it the entire lifespan of this show. Which is like when now in our sixty year. You know what I'm saying? When, when someone says something that's like, it's not important, or it's what's the what's the phrase I'm looking for? Um, relevant. Say something. Yeah, it's not relevant, or it's it's an uninformed opinion. Mm. The response is like, you must be a casual. <laughs> or, you, or they, or you just you just say so you're regurgitating something you saw or heard on sports talk radio or something from ESPN and so they're no longer adjectives they're now nouns right <laughs> fuck out of here man yeah like you must be a ca- you're, you you must be a casual or thanks for letting me know you're a casual it's like all oh, that type of stuff so yeah we we influence the culture one way or the other I mean, man listen you know. chic chic was so heavy on social media with being in tune to what's going on now that when she she might have had social media popping before matt hardy did no 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 remember matt hardy when he got fired from wwe his whole resurgence was due to social media before 2005 2006 so in the chic documentary he gets online we gotta see exactly when that date is but like he he because he broke loose on youtube ah that's right it was youtube that's right twitter that's right so yeah because twitter twitter didn't pop in 2008 2009 anyway but this morning when when uh, i got the news shouts out to big brother jake uh dave house aka dave mansion um I, I know he's gonna be listening to this and watching this because that that's his guy when he when he first came over from the uk this wwwf and wwf was his wheelhouse so i know he's gonna be paying attention to this um first thing i did was go to twitter not to find out if he passed away to find out when the last time he said fuck hulk hogan <laughs> was it less than 24 hours 48 <laughs> <laughs> See that, that that's what I'm talking about. Stay true to the game plan. If that's what we own, that's what we own. To All day, every day. Literally to the death. 
and literally to the casket drop. It, I, yeah, do this. I'm in, with it. Do this in real time, Suave. Get on Twitter. Get on Iron Sheik's Twitter and look at the last two to three tweets that he posted. He actually did one. Uh, I want to say it was either yesterday or the or late uh, Monday night. All right, pulling up the Sheik tweets. Let's see. That it, boy, it is. It's kind of weird that you know the Sheik, the Sheik's account is retweeting the the announcement of his passing. That, yeah, that's morbid. <laughs> that's just that's just wrong. Uh, pivotal role. Respect the legend forever. Who's this about? Oh, twelve hours ago. Keep going. That's the wildfires. That's it. That's that's one of them. <laughs> Whoever let the dogs out can go fuck yourself. <laughs> uh, the top ten finishers is a is a. A jabroni list without the camel clutch. Uh, fuck true love. That man is a gem. Facts. Fuck, and I cannot stress this enough, the Monday. <laughs> fuck the rhythm and the rhyme. And the rhyme. <laughs> two, two days ago, so fuck Hogan. Yes, love it. Yeah. So, uh, without saying, this show is dedicated to the life and times and the memory of one Hussein Khazro Ali Vaziri, a.k.a. the Iron Sheik, a.k.a. Colonel Mustafa. Sheiky baby. Ten bell salute to end the show. I would have started with it, but I figured the, the stern clip, that it's, it's rightful. And that man was... So. That, I mean... You say dark side, and sure, the, the the Duggan situation is a dark side episode. And we, I, honestly, I probably he probably would have had a dark side episode if it wasn't for the amount of documentaries that are already out about him detailing his life in totality and the timing. Which, which is why we'll see that. Which is why I was like that story would be an episode because it's isolated. Yep. Versus like we've we, of course because we dig in the crates and we watch different stuff, so we've seen the Vice documentary on the Sheik. You turn me on to the Amazon joint, that which is amazing. You know what I'm saying? Like we we've seen our fair share of of sheep content. So we up on it. Yep. And it explains a whole lot. Like how he got into like basically social media like resurrected his whole situation. Yep. It made him relevant all over again, which is is very cool to know how that happened and who helps him out with it. And then you get to see um he's very honest in all of the documentaries we've seen he's, he's extremely honest he takes responsibility for what what he's done or hasn't done and um it just it makes it it makes it a lot more enjoyable he, to have somebody who's not trying to you know rearrange the narrative even though he broke kayfabe by telling us his story he died with the gimmick how often do we see that these days especially with him being in the 80s Almost never, but um, like yeah, that's from a different. He's cult. different, like, man. It's different. You, you realize, okay, e even even though Sheiky Baby's claim to fame, well, not it claim to fame, but his his go to line is "fuck Hulk Hogan." Hogan got into the business at a time where shit was way different. He got his leg broke just because they were trying to figure out yep. whether or not he was he was dedicated to the cause. So it's like. 
cut from a different cloth completely different set of rules to get in it's just like with us in hip-hop like the the path or the road to get in now is way different than what i experienced i can't yeah i can't do the same things i did 20 25 years ago to to start now and expect to be noticed which to a degree is my experience may even be different than yours oh i'm absolutely sure it is yeah because just simply because i i i started in an era where the internet was a thing that you could manipulate if you were smart enough um i i would i would say around the time that i started seeing it as lucrative from a financial standpoint i was already in tune with the internet and and navigating through in fact um Shouts out to my guy Shaka, uh, Nosy News. Uh, before new new uh, social media had had a name, it was called New Media, and before email blast was a thing, it was known as New Media Marketing. And I was one of the front runners and trendsetters in that space. From my relationships, I had shouts out to Headcrack from doing record promotions with him and. Uh, right. When he was, you know, in in his in his label days before, you know, it happened into radio. But I'm also 100 certain you had time served before we even got to that era. Yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah, for sure. And so yeah, like I'm, I'm still a minor at the time, but yeah, like actually having to drive around and put posters up, uh, sniping to have, yeah, you know, having to have stickers and putting them on telephone poles sniping you know what i'm saying like i i had i have put in work in that particular area so i I have a i have a knowledge of it understanding and appreciation for what it does um but yeah like they broke in they broke in at a different time where the requirements were different like you had to carry this as a code of honor and there were certain shit you just couldn't get away with doing i mean there were people that you just like there were names that if you crossed these people you something was going to happen that names it's like up. names like murdoch names like uh roop uh <laughs> like like bob bob roop schultz their bob roop's resume um online from for for the things that he did in training is legendary if you don't know what i'm talking about find bob roop and take a look and he's a he was a legit tough guy legit badass uh you know then it feeds into the era of like dr death steve williams terry gordy hell even if you want to if you really want to go there only and and Vern, Vern was one of the worst even though we don't fuck with this guy and his um, his views on life and certain people, Bill Watts, same thing. Yeah, he was like, if you were a wrestler that got into a fight and you lost, you were fired. You were fired. You didn't it's come back. Yes, it. Yep. Finito. You got to find a whole new territory. You out of here. So like, if somebody try you in public, you got two options: leave or leave them on the floor. Somebody, somebody is walking away without a job. If y'all get into it and y'all can't squash this gentleman and the, and the word gets back, somebody yeah. was going without a job. That's the era that she came through. In fact, let me take a look because I'm interested to see what time he was actually in Mid-South. 81 to 82. Um, it was a short run. He was, Okay. It was one. Note. So a lot of times when you had a, a, a name come through a territory, it was usually for like 
either a quick program or 90 to 120 day stay and uh, possibly a spot show yep you just needed something and they did something big on the card so you could fill out the venue and then they were trading they usually would trade uh trade talent and so okay. it looks like this the man school forbidden door let me it man it was it man it, <laughs> forbidden door for the younger viewer young the younger listener when local television would show a particular um a, a particular promotion if that promotion wasn't home based in the city that you were watching it in, chances are what you're watching was two to three weeks old. Easy. And, and if that were the Easy. case, if that Easy. were the case, you would probably see a star on program A through promotion A and then right behind it, see the same star in a different promotion right behind it on program B. It was nothing to see somebody like Iceman King Parsons in Mid-South and then show up on World Class. It was nothing to see people like uh, Butch Reed do the same thing. Avon Eric. It's nothing to see the uh, a loser leaves town match with like the Guerreros and then have them show up on like AWA the next week or the same week on your TV. It was nothing. And to, mm. to add to that like Let's see here. 1979 to Championship wrestling from Florida until February of 82. July of 82, Georgia Championship Wrestling, Mid-South, briefly October of 82. While still in Georgia in May of 83, the NWA National Television Championship. Like... <laughs> When when you're popular and you're and you're a viable talent, like you're going to get your work in that era. And he was one of the man, pint just Siri play Tupac's I get around. <laughs> Shouts out Bun B. D U ain't no party like a D U party because the D U party don't stop. Young young boy. One of my favorite yeah. one of my favorite times on the road is with digital on the ground. Man, I can't wait to see them boys again. At any rate, I digress. Um, Shiki baby, man. Wow. <laughs> so we, we were talking about territories and, and how things used to go back back when. So apparently Stanford is in the midst of reinstating some of that type of behavior. Because now, um, I believe Nick Khan did an interview recently and spoke to facts spoke to the um the idea that wwe will book a venue and part of their booking that venue is there can be no wrestling six weeks before <laughs> or six weeks after so tell me how you feel about this because like 
when when you first read this, you had a you had a reaction to it. It's petty as shit. I mean, it is, but it's also good business. Definitely that. It's definitely good business. Who you want? Who you? What? Okay, what entrepreneur would want somebody hustling on the same block as them at the same time? We saw it ad nauseum about what two years ago when we went back. Was it two years ago we went back outside? Technically, yeah. Kind of. Uh, kinda, when, kinda. when AEW and WWE went back on the road, they were in, I think, three different markets within days of each other. See, that that's a little different. Being in those markets and basically doing them within three days of each other, that's because public gathering was not a thing everywhere. When, when WWE got back on the road, they came to Texas. Mm for a specific reason because Texas was was opening the gates same thing with New York New Jersey and Chicago you know what I'm saying like those areas were were opening the floodgates so yeah you were gonna go there and and there's only so many venues you can book if you're all going to the same city now that makes all the sense in the world but we you and I we look at things pragmatically but a lot of times not in the moment, right? So, like, as a wrestling fan and connoisseur of this fine sport that we that we so grow up to love and actually talk about and, on a weekly basis. And, and, and business and <laughs> inner workings, all of that stuff. Yeah. I can't help but think, like, forget the fact that we were in the middle of a, of a global pandemic. I just okay. see the block. Get, I see the block getting stepped on. That's like you can't. The the kid in me is like, why is this happening? This never happened before. Why is the E running in Nassau and then here comes AEW running the next week in Nassau? Is this a pissing match to see who's going to get the biggest crowd? Because at the time, it was the only game in town. (laughs) Right. So looking back at it like that, yeah, for sure, only game in town. Only way you're going to be able to do business. Only way people are going to be able to make money. It was the only court you could get a game on. Now, on the flip, you couldn't get, you couldn't hoop nowhere else. So everybody had to go here. On the flip side, right? Let's look at WrestleMania forty in Philadelphia. Philadelphia. That's going to be in, um, was it Link? What's the name of that damn the ugly ass stadium? Some Link, condemned Link, ass Link, Lincoln, some condemned building they finna put all of this in and Link, make us watch. Lincoln Financial Jail Cell and, uh, and Bell Bonds Commissary Stadium.com, whatever and the hell it is. Cheese <laughs> and cheese steaks. <laughs> and cheese steaks. <laughs> and water ice. Uh, Man, you don't, you don't you know about the water ices, boy. You better treat yourself. <laughs> uh, but then, like we, I, I don't. Is is it? Is, are they playing in the spectrum? Is I mean, I know, like, of course, the old one is, is no longer. But did they did they reopen the spectrum or rebrand the spectrum? Or is like, is it like one of those sponsored buildings now? I have no clue. I try not to keep. No it. one gives a shit about Philadelphia, but Philadelphia. <laughs> That's it. That is it. That's it. I've gotten some quality rap music out of Philadelphia, some good neo soul. That's about it. 
gonna give you two. And, I'm gonna give you two and things. Allen, and Allen Iverson highlights. It's I'm it. about to say here. Here here's a, here's an EP of good shit that you that you got from Philadelphia. Allen Iverson. And I and in the same breath, I'm gonna say Dr. J. So that's one. I take it. Okay. Uh, Are you gonna go Charles Barkley too, or y'all still beefing? <laughs> Fuck Chuck. <laughs> No, nah, on the on the real, Chuck said some really fly shit last week. I, I, I he he back in my good graces now. <laughs> oh, well, well, thank God. Hit the applause for that because y'all been at it like like Peter Griffin and the chicken, <laughs> just on site beef for years. <laughs> growth. <laughs> she was at the growth. Oh, uh, yeah, was. yeah. Him him still going up and weight, me going down. But whatever. Hey, you know it was growth still. I mean, um, you know, get your green vegetables in, protein and greens, baby. So we got Allen Iverson, Dr. J, Charles Barkley. Okay. All right, that, I'll take those three. All right, that that's the, a, that's that's roots? a unit. The roots, definitely the roots. Jill Scott, the Fresh Prince and Jazzy Jeff, Jill Scott, Rocky, Rocky movies. Bro, have you seen Creed three? I have. I just. I just saw it. If you saw Creed three, you don't even have to question that. Rocky goes. <laughs> he, the man, the, a fictional character has a statue. That, and he's from New York. <laughs> That's good. That's good. Uh, what, what else? What else is Philadelphia giving this? Oh, ECW. Wait, wait, no, no. Cheese steaks, and last but okay. certainly not least, the twenty three hundred arena. AKA the home of ECW. See, I don't know if I want to get at love to the arena or to the company itself that operated there. The arena doesn't happen in this form without ECW. Absolutely. But it's because we're on topic here. That's the reason I bring up the arena before I bring up the company, but they're in the same breath. Okay. NXT. Does NXT run in 2300? What do you mean by that? So WrestleMania weekend, you know NXT always does a takeover. Oh, probably not. Okay, where do the 76ers play? Wells Fargo Center. Okay, so I guess the Wells yeah. Fargo Center will be the equivalent of the Spectrum. And yeah, so I, there, I'm, there, I'm. There is no way possible they going to twenty three hundred. Now, maybe some other company during WrestleMania week because you you know every. Every other possible functioning wrestling company does something in the host city for wrestling. It's a wrestling reunion. Oh, I know who runs 2300 Ring of Honor. You got Ring of Honor, you got MLW, you got Impact that could do it. You got GCW that might try it. Actually, you could end up with. You may have multiple shows in one day, but I think, I think for, uh, uh, what is it, uh, Supercard of Honor? At 2300 Arena is probably going to be their best option. But nobody else is going to be running in Wells Fargo. You can hang that shit no. up. <laughs> no, because because that caveat's in place. And I would honestly say that that um, Ring of Honor or just Tony Khan in general should have that same approach about the 2300. Like, book that shit now. And look, no wrestling six weeks before, no wrestling six weeks after. That's gonna kill GCW. So, 
So our, our, the, our money ain't in the, our money don't go to the same account. So, so unless the, we finna do some shit that we have some shared money, don't give a damn how what venue you run or how you feel about me running this or how many weeks you gonna have to wait. It, it, you just ain't finna get in. When I'm here. So does no no wrestling mean absolutely zero? Absolutely zero. If a nickel if bag is sold in the corner, I want in. That you want shit to go one way, but it's the other way. <laughs> see, my name is my name. See, yours goes ding 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 ding. ding. <laughs> Mine goes ding 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 ding. It's not the same. It's not the same. Yeah, bullshit. <laughs> Bull- <laughs> a bullshit. A, a bullshit. Shout uh, out to the kid in the car seat. A bullshit. <laughs> bullshit. bullshit. Yeah. Not finna do this with you. Like, look, nah. It's it. <laughs> we gonna be after this. Ain't gonna be no more rapping tonight. <laughs> Period. Period. And you you kill you kill potential, but and this is the reason you do it. Six weeks before, if you have a concentrated group of people that are wrestling fans, regardless of how much expendable income they may or may not have, chances are they're not doing two big events within a month and a half of each other. Just not how people typically function when it's like, It, when you're looking at family options, like you're not gonna take the entire family, get good seats to this event, and then try to do that whole parade again in essentially a, a month from then, a month and a half from that time. Yeah, yeah. Because you gotta you gotta buy tickets too, so yep. it's like you're, those expenditures <laughs> oh, are probably be about a month separated. Or do you have to buy tickets? From what we, I mean, <laughs> from the faux pas we've seen on TV. <laughs> if you don't have to buy tickets, then chances are this is going to be a last minute decision. Meaning you yeah. probably don't have the same list of responsibilities that maybe a family man might have. Like you have a girlfriend or a wife or a significant other, and you can either go with them or you can fly solo. In that respect, yeah, you can pull up for this event, pull up for that event run around here run around there or if you just happen to be like us you know and have a full-fledged show that's out here doing you know we getting that snowball effect yeah we'll pull up for a whole bunch of stuff like we'll we'll go uh we'll go we'll go rep for sweat hog nation shout we'll out snow around, you know what i'm saying <laughs> then, we'll, then we'll turn around and we'll hit you know supercar to honor and then we'll turn around and hit whatever the wwe show is that's coming through like because we're we're working these are tax write-offs that we're yeah doing. yeah the, the more the more every time we buy seats that's a deductible the, i would say the more the freer <laughs> you know what i'm saying like for real for real like look i'm Look, I'm finna have to gas you up. No, I don't have to gas you up anymore for us to start really dropping out on front row seats just because. Yo, so uh, sidebar. I need the deductions. You, you know, uh, the renovation for stadiums is coming up. Go Not just renovations, but also the uh, bonds are coming up to build in certain markets. Uh, Oakland okay. not being one of them, unfortunately. But Nashville. Oh, 10, 3, 5, 7. 
<laughs> Nashville has been stated uh, or slated to get a new stadium, poss- possibly around 2026. And WrestleMania wants to throw its name in the hat for either around that time or 2027. Of course, any anytime there's a new stadium that goes up, Stanford is going to make sure they go slide through there quickly. One of the main reasons, maybe not the reason, is because you're going to set their attendance record for them. Boy. That, Every time. That's going to be the bar, straight up. Like the, the only thing that threatens that is a soccer tournament. Specifically the world thing. the World Cup. So so technically like when they did 103 at 32? Yep. Here here in DFW, when we get the World Cup, that's Uh-oh. <laughs> we just had we just had a football. You said we we, we got the uh we got uh, 32 at uh we at, had, 30, at we had 32 we broke a we broke 103,000. 103, yep. Or, or according to their numbers it was 103,000. But we had the World Cup coming here soon. With uh renovation and expansion because the stadium as it sits right now I think can hold what like I think I want to say 108 and they're trying to add another 3 to 5,000 seats to get it ready for the World Cup. You can get 110. Like for World Cup, one every available ticket will be sold. SRO is probably going cuz even I think the All-Star game, let me let's pull up some numbers on that. Uh 2009 NBA All-Star game. Was that 2009? Yes, sir. Damn it, boy. Well, no, no. 2009 was in Phoenix, so that had to be 2010. I thought that was either 10 or 11. 11 was the Super Bowl. Both of them were iced out. There you go. Uh, The 2010 NBA All-Star game, Cowboys Stadium. Let's look at the attendance. Um, that was when it, that was before the the sponsorship happened. Um, let's see here. Twenty ten All Star Game attendance. Mm, Survey well, says one hundred eight seven thirteen. Excuse me. Uh oh wait no that's Ford Field wait a minute. Uh, I was gonna say like yeah nah fam. Nah. Yeah. Yeah, that was that's it. A hundred and eight thousand in Cowboy Stadium. Yep. Now that makes For sense. Game. That makes sense because you know naturally you don't have a fifty yard, I mean, a hundred yard field. I mean, but was that capacity or is that attendance? That's the attendance. That's that's crazy. Not really when you think about it, because the end zones and the um, and probably about the first. 20 yards on either side were seats. No, what I'm saying is it's crazy because typically for an all-star game, you're in an arena. Mm-hmm. So the the cap is roughly what, 20 to 25,000 depending on city and, and the, the, the only exception of the arena. The only exception to that rule would have been in San Antonio at that time because of the uh, hemisphere and then the uh, Alamo Dome. Right, because okay, even with the Alamo Dome, Alamo Dome is what seventy about max? seventy, yeah. So you damn near, you got close to lapping that. Yep. It, come on, fam. Yep. Come so, on, bro. at any rate, um, we get a. I guarantee, I'm almost willing to go out on a limb and say we get another WrestleMania before 2030. Oh, I, 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 I'd be willing to drop a leg on that one. I, I, let me see here. 
probably that's, that's what he told him. Be, might be red, I might be red dropping me because New Orleans got two and five years. It took yep. it took us six years to get a repeat because it took us thirty two to get the first one. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> cold, Damn it, boy! Cold lick, shorty. Uh, let's see. So I would probably Absolutely venture to say forty-four or forty-five is probably going to be back here. I can see it. Do you? Okay. Question. You think they go international before we get to twenty? Okay. Okay. Not only. I, I was gonna do a mixtape of this one, simply because of the conversation. Okay. Wouldn't it be some shit? Now it, this is gonna be the most expensive one if they do this, but wouldn't it be some shit if WWE decided to run the egg on? <laughs> Look, I don't think it, time, I don't think it ever happened. But every time I brought up Stanford going to Japan, I would get all this this blowback about. How they can't do anything in Japan. They can't do like they have relationships in Japan. If they wanted to do something in Japan, they would because they did uh, what's the equivalent of like a televised house show in Japan with some classic venue. matches that will never hit TV. Facts. The thing you have to worry about in booking Japan and booking the Egg Dome is exactly what we've been talking about. Can you make it to where there is no wrestling in that building? at least six weeks before and at least six weeks after. Let me knock this out the park right now. That, that so <laughs> I'd be willing to say maybe um, the, I would say Mexico. So, so say, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. So let's do another EP. All right, come on. Uh, how many want to go? Five? We, we better than that. Well, what's the EP before I say that? International cities, uh, inter international host for WrestleMania. We can get at least eight. We can get a Super Eight. I'm almost certain. All right, we can get Super Eight, Super Eight, Super Eight. It is. You go first. Mexico. Put it in Wembley. Uh, um, <laughs> uh, where do I want to go next? Australia. Sydney was going to be my choice on that too. Um, I tell you a fun one for everybody. Rio. Ooh. Canada. Where though? I mean, they've been to Toronto already. They could they could go back and do Toronto again. They could um, definitely stand to go back to Toronto soon. Yeah. So I mean, I'm not as familiar with the the stadium situation in Canada, but definitely Canada. So I would love to say Montreal, but because of of its highly French influence, Toronto will probably be the the easier choice. Also, a reason why I don't think Japan would be on that list. Puerto uh, Rico's de after backlash. Puerto Rico's definitely Puerto Rico. Man, woo, that's a good one. Uh, how about how about 
are we still over in Germany? The U.S. Army. We saw bases in Germany, right? I I think, but I'd have to Google that or ask ask one of my uh, one of my connects. I I think I think a U.S.O. WrestleMania would be fire in Germany. I I can see all these these tributes to the troops. Why not give them the ultimate spectacle? I, I hate to back though your your entry with this one, but I mean this is almost a foregone conclusion. Saudi's getting a WrestleMania. <sighs> Saudi Arabia's getting a WrestleMania. I don't care what you can say whatever you want to, they're getting a WrestleMania. And it'll be after that project that they have going on right now. Once that's finished, they're getting a WrestleMania. Period. So okay, so so far we have Wembley. We have Saudi, we have Sydney, we have Toronto, we have Mexico City, mm-hmm. we have Rio. That's five, that's six. Um, Cardiff, Wales should have been on the list off top because they already did seventy k there for a ple. So close enough to the UK, that. you could probably do it in three years, like a three year stretch. Give it a break and then go back in three years. Uh, I like Cardiff. We we can go, but you know, honestly, I I would rather see a clash at the castle every year than see a WrestleMania there. I'm I'm more than fine with that. I I don't have to have it be a WrestleMania. It's just somewhere that we know they can pull fans. If you can do seventy or more, chances are you got it. Puerto Rico opened the door on international, and now we're Money in the Bank is going to be like the third litmus test in less than. Uh, 12 months the O2 you know what I'm saying and I know the O2 gonna be lit and I know they always are they always are ooh ooh suave you know what that means what that mean Saturday afternoon wrestling dog (laughs) see now that may be the only reason that you don't get a Wrestlemania in Saudi is because nobody wants to watch Wrestlemania that early in the day at least I don't shit we watched the Olympics (laughs) we you don't i have the the option of going back to watch the olympics whenever i want to because of the cock pause (laughs) yo i don't have have to watch the olympics in real time and that's usually something that only takes place with the summer game sidebar did you see the uh somebody posted a tweet that said hbo max is now max peacock it's on you (laughs) I did see that, and I'm just like, I mean, we we brand look yet again. We contribute to the culture. So whether you that. whether you like it or not, we we in here. Radio radio whether, waves invade in more ways than one. Whether you like it or not, we need one more. Uh, Jap- I mean, look, Japan just has to be the outlier, but J- I don't see why Japan wouldn't work. Only. The only way I feel like it wouldn't work is if the Japanese government was like, we don't want all these people that don't live here to be here because you got germs and shit. Yeah, because I, I, I ran into a few people that went to um, went to Wrestle Kingdom back in, I want to say it was 2016 or tw- 2017. 
See, that's on my that's on the to do list for for us. Like, I do want to hit a Wrestle Kingdom. Yeah, yeah, just, just to experience it. Yeah, he, he and, and a tri- and a Triple Mania. They all came back with T-shirts. Ah, say Triple A, Triple Mania, Triple A. <laughs> why, why do I sound like the kid that uh, because you because you watched Dark Side of the Ring and saw Nikita and his stuff speaking of good segue man Magnum TA golly what a story bro Maggie Maggie, Maggie TA uh, to, to, to hear that from Magnum's uh, perspective I, was, I think that was the first time I had heard him tell his story. I've heard other people tell it, other people tell it, but I've never heard him actually tell his story. That was some riveting shit. It's a story that needed to be told. Like it, when you don't whore certain things out, it makes it that much more impactful when you do it correctly. And Magnum TA made our best than ever. Um, he did. He went pretty far. To, I think he made it to the semis, right? He got close. He, he got damn close. I, I, I don't remember who he ran into. I don't know if it was Jake Roberts or he ran into Scott Hall. So the trip. And- so we had a triple threat um, for the finals, and it was I know Jake Roberts and Scott Hall were both in it. Was Magnum TA the other one? It's possible because way- a, a lot of the things that he said in or that was said in the dark side episode you actually said in that tournament damn near verbatim we and that tournament was over a year ago and we did that man wow like, we don't we don't just be out here just blowing smoke and 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 pretending like you know we're not pretending to be a house of learned doctors we paying the rent and mortgage that's what happens when we on a Wait, wait, the hell? When we on a whole lot of fucking gang shit. And we don't deal with accusations. <laughs> That's one thing we don't deal with. We don't deal or put up with accusations. And most definitely not false accusations. Thank you, Rose. Uh, tell him, Ross. Uh, Rose. Get back on the but, agenda but here. Just, but just so everybody knows, that's not a new thing about you know, booking a venue and putting uh, putting time constraints on who can book that venue before and after. Like, it, it goes back to the territory days of wrestling. Hell, concerts do it now. Like, because it just makes sense. Like, if you if if you have a big show coming to that venue and somebody runs that venue a week before, you've because you're dealing with audio files and concert goers and people who want to be in the mix, you've eaten up all of the real estate and you you'll probably end up short in the show because people decide okay i can't make this one because because of this activity let me go to this show concerts are a little bit different ball game because as opposed to putting stipulations on the venue or who can't run where these motherfuckers bought the buildings (laughs) house of blues was looking at you <laughs> you feel me? Okay, ain't nobody running AT&T Stadium within a month before or a month after after Beyonce. You just not. 
I mean, first and you're foremost, you're not going to be able to. Chances are, if you if you can afford a Beyonce ticket, the next t- the next show that comes through, you can afford it too. You can, but you not. Like, uh, imagine, imagine, imagine having tickets for for Beyonce and then pick the next biggest artist. What what's what's my man? What's the country singer uh, Garth Brooks? He's performing there this year, right? Right. Let's see here at AT&T Stadium. Let's take a look here. July 30th. And let's see here. Now we're going to look at the AT&T Stadium schedule. Um, Artists of the same genre, you're just not going to get it. But yeah, like you're not you're not gonna get uh, Reba McIntyre at AT and T Stadium a month after Garth Brooks. You're not because you're you're, <laughs> you're stepping on the pack one way or the other. Yeah, in like, fact, in fact, they they'll probably go so left it may be like a posty fest or some shit right after that. <laughs> you feel me? Uh, like, I mean, fifty, 50 the, the, and Buster Rhymes will be here soon. The wildest shit I've seen was monster trucks one week and motocross the next. That's that might be as close as you can get, but it's understandable because all you have to do is move the dirt around. You don't have to, you don't have to remove the dirt, <laughs> that, so that so that makes more sense. Uh, let's and then see. some of those some of those may be in a situation where they're just, they're trying to piggyback each other. Like, okay, cool, we got them all here for monster trucks. While we have them here, let's tell them that motocross is coming the next week. Like, oh, we ain't doing shit. Pull up. All right. Here, here's your point proven right here. August the 18th, Metallica. Mm-hmm. September 21st, The Hive. How much? About a month. Little over. Little over a month. But you know what the only other events listed at the present time are after that? What's that? Games. The next concert is not even listed until March of 2024. Because for a stretch of months, you can't get in that venue anyway. Because for a phenomenal fee, <laughs> soon to be a more phenomenal fee. <laughs> Jerry is going to be doing what Jerry does. Bag Baggington Securitas. Securitas. That's it. That's all he knows. Yo, but uh, it's it's good that we're able to educate the listeners and the viewers and just kind of give a perspective on why because I know some people may have read or heard that story with Nick Khan and they think oh Stanford's being assholes again like no that's just good business they like, they are but it's also good business because if they're, if they, put, they're being petty by, by mentioning AEW by name but that's the only other company with the type of money to book the same venue you would do it too <laughs> if given the opportunity you yes. would do it too that's all that's pe- Petty all that it can be petty all it wants to be doesn't make it any less viable for you. Uh, Sometimes the petty thing to do is also the right thing to do. Two things can be true. Facts. Um, bloodline. Gang. We. <laughs> What's this Got word? A of- whole lot of fucking gang. <laughs> What's this word association? <laughs> You know what? We we should actually start playing that word association, pro wrestling word. Yeah, broken pencil word association. Uh, that's, that's actually, you know what? 
that's I like. Give that. give give, give me a few. Give me a few. Let me see how how well I do. Uh, elbow. That's the. And you understand. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, steel, steel chair. Uh, Tony Schiavone. Um, what's another good one? Manager. Jimmy Hart. And, and the only reason I said his name first is because we mentioned him earlier. Gotcha. Um, fireball. <laughs> <laughs> almost went, almost went shiki baby. I'm a dangerous man. I'm a, I'm a, I almost went shiki baby. I'm a dangerous man. I will, I will defer. <laughs> I will Ow, defer. Bruh. No, I almost almost said fuck you, Jericho. <laughs> He's not. He just started throwing fireballs. No, the first the first thing that came to mind was Lawler, but I almost said fuck you, Jericho, when you when you did that. Lawler would have been the correct answer, or uh, <laughs> Ultimate Warrior from Halloween Havoc '98. Oh uh, no, no. A good no. try, Terry tried, gave a good try to some flash paper, and just, it did not work. That that whole that whole reuniting with Sting did not go well at all. <laughs> there was not one semblance or resemblance of the Blade Runners whatsoever. Or Power I'm Team he, USA. I'm glad he didn't get a whole lot on him. <sighs> it just, look, it wasn't going to work, bro. Like, Sting went on to do some stuff the right way and cashed out. It just wasn't. It's one of those things, like, when we sit around and, and kick, like, fantasy booking, you think that's something you want until you actually get it. And it's like, mm. Bro, do you realize... That Sting's wrestling career started in 1984, 1985, and he probably had the most fun in his career doing the least amount of work from 1996 till 2015. <laughs> what a stretch! <laughs> what a damn stretch! Oh, that that's <laughs> crow sting crow it, it's almost like you know uh kobe has two separate careers one wearing eight one wearing 24 fro kobe you get you cannot forget fro kobe with adidas kobe with nike fro kobe is is <laughs> you can put them both on 2k across the court from each other and battle them battle it out these are facts <laughs> but <laughs> yeah like yeah there's definitely like two two careers with that definitely yeah yeah uh, bloodline. Uh, <laughs> you said gang. I did. Um, they are, but the uh, the the mushing of the face from Jimmy Uso, golden. The spike from Solo, hard. Um, the the. <sighs> I don't know what it's going to take for WWE to be nominated for Emmy? uh, Emmys. Blood. That's an, that's another one for the Bloodline. That's another. That's a. That's another win for the Bloodline. And then the fact that we have interest from a 
I guess we'll call them a third party that's internal about wanting to join the unit. So there's, (laughs) I I guess the first way to, to handle this is to say there are reports, and I feel like these are uneducated guesses. I shouldn't even call it a report. I, I don't. Well, hold on, hold on, hold on. Are you about to talk about what I think you're about to talk about? Probably. God. Pro- probably so. But apparently, there's the story floating around that the end game of this bloodline storyline is Roman Reigns is like a superhero face. I don't doubt that part because everything always does have to come full circle. He may not be a heel forever. And I do feel like the bloodline has unlimited potential if they're all together as faces because they were literally the most popular thing going on as heels. And even when Sammy was a part of the group. So I feel like if you give them microphones and let them take up 10 15 minute segments at a time i feel like they're gonna deliver the same way whether they're heels or faces so those those like great character moments on on television and just like genuine laughter and really great storytelling and like easter eggs and nuances i feel like you would get that regardless of whether they're heel or face if you keep it a whole thou wow sammy zane in the bloodline Culture vulture. Getting kicked out of the bloodline. Culture appropriation. And winning the tag team championships with Kevin Owens inherently keeps the tag team championship in the bloodline because without Sammy being in the bloodline, none of that happens. It all starts with Sammy getting in the bloodline after getting his ass handed to him by Johnny Knoxville. Without that, Sami Zayn is not a tag team champion with Kevin Owens. What a difference a year makes. That that's my this has been my Fred talk. <laughs> but uh for those of you who don't know what we were talking about before we went on this small tangent, um there's a social media post that was made uh by Roman. Something referring to the bloodline. <laughs> and <laughs> A response was posted about someone basically wanting to join and had already said that they were willing to acknowledge their tribal chief. This person being no, your, your tribal chiefness. <laughs> yeah, your tribal chiefness. And he spelled tribal, I think, with an E-L at the end. Yep. Tribal. But Ron, <laughs> Ron R-Truth Killings has thrown his name into the hat about being... A, a member of the bloodline. I am 100% for this because you think Sammy had people breaking character on television? Our truth cracked Brock Lesnar on Monday Night Raw live. Not I once, n- twice. Two, <laughs> two times. <laughs> to the point that Lesnar reportedly said, I like him. I, I want to work, work with him. him. <laughs> oh, I hate I hate that Truth got hurt because Nike. Can you imagine Truth and Cowboy Brock just just the conversations that they would have with each other? Can you imagine uh, 
Confederate Army sympathizer R-Truth with Cowboy Brock. Hell no. I don't want that. I, I didn't want it when I when I saw it. I'm good. But you knew you know our truth would do it again. You know he would. Just, even if I it's know, just for one day. I know day. he I know he could. I know he would. I know he would be good at it. The answer's still no. Alright. I'm good. Okay. I, I'm good. I'm yeah, I'm out. Can you make Brock Lesnar shake hands? With little Jimmy. <laughs> no, 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 no. I know. I'm gonna raise you. How long before Brock Lesnar f fives little Jimmy? That's too far. <laughs> you might as well be wrestling a blow up doll if you're gonna do that. Like invisible people, like no. Don't now, come, don't don't kung fu kitty him. Don't do that. I'm just saying, fam. Like wrestling invisible people and blow up dolls and children. Like I'm good on that. Just have fun. Have with fun that with night. that. Yeah. Have fun with that. Now I can definitely see a situation where like Brock would kick the air that <laughs> little Jimmy is supposed to be occupying. <laughs> but like picking up and delivering an F5. Like why are we taking phantom bumps? <laughs> What are we doing? Flair, we talking to you. <laughs> no, Flair's never done it to an invisible person. Now he's elbow dropped a couple of suit jackets, but like there's there's just a line like our truth is talented enough to have made little Jimmy work. Same way Al Snow was talented enough to have made head work. Pause. But that is a that is a everybody don't have that. You don't have this. You don't have this. Everybody it, does it's not an have acquired taste. These, these, are se- these are seasonings that come from the depths of the seas and countries of which you can't even travel to because you're not of that cloth. You don't have this. Andadasi. <laughs> I'm saying, like, you you can't get these prawns at your local grocery store. You got to have somebody that know somebody that know somebody that just pulled them out the, out the water. Man, it's part of life. Um, on the on the on the milk carton report, so we got our truth who's still injured but wants to join the bloodline. Um, we I re- think that's hilarious. Did I we report God, uh, that about Braun Strowman? Uh, wait, sorry, Braun uh, Braun Breaker rather uh, being injured allegedly. Uh, I, I, oh yeah, yeah. Because we talked, we talked we, yeah, it. we talked about it. Because we talked, I talked about it was like the wrist, the uh, the whole wrist situation. Yeah, you thought it was the wrist. So apparently, if Braun's throwing out challenges, maybe he got a a second opinion, and that second opinion worked in his favor, and he's just gonna tape it up and keep going. So I don't, I don't watch NXT anyway. So then you know, yeah, the, I don't, the, I don't really know what be going on. I just happen to. I, I catch I catch word about it afterwards. The highlight of NXT by far, feud wise, is uh, Melo versus Breaker, and Breaker lost the last match to Carmelo Hayes, but has been uh, on the internet asking for a challenge of Seth Rollins's newly acquired World Heavyweight Championship. I don't see this as a problem at all. I don't see it as a problem to challenge him. Here's the issue. As world heavyweight champion 
of a of a uh, brand such as Monday Night Raw, uh, you're expected to carry the brand. And sure, Seth can do good business. The problem is right now we're back on this. Look, after, after the after the ceremony and, and the pomp and circumstance has been put on about putting this participation ribbon on Seth Rollins, this is a giant, <laughs> massive ego stroke. So, I mean, I don't know what you want me to say. Okay, with Braun, with Braun Breaker doing what he's about to do, it's, it's similar to when Cena was doing his U.S. Open Challenge. And you would get people to come up and it was almost like a live on air audition. You're, you're, if if this match takes place, we and we'll we'll see, we'll figure it out. If Braun Breaker goes out and puts on a masterful performance, even in defeat, you know you have somebody that can handle business. Well, you get possible NXT and just ride it out. But at, at that point, you know you can put that man in the Royal Rumble and have him win and nobody's going to feel any type of way about it. Let's remove any doubt about this match being anything other than defeat for Braun Breaker because there's no way they're going to have this participation ribbon be handed to the head participator, the MVP. Not after one not after one defense. Nah, not at all. And oh, damn good match too by the way between him and Damian Priest. Absolutely. The the fact that they're trying to strap this rocket to Damian Priest and they're like okay so tell me why you couldn't do this with the united states championship same premise they did it the problem is they ran out of people they no you didn't you didn't i'm sorry you ran out of people you you stopped you 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 made a line short as hell you closed the door when you got when you saw too many people was in the room and by too many i mean three you had access to enough people to do you know one match a week like pull some of them people out of catering you ain't been using you could okay theory lashley uh ali and i'm not i'm doing this off the top of my head i ain't pulling up the roster uh ziggler um Mm. drew gulag ain't doing shit he put it in he He literally ain't doing shit facts um who else is back there like now i need the roster hold what you got this 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 made me think about something just now if you know some name them. Well, no, I'm not because because this I'm about to take this somewhere else. We still have Rhea Ripley, the SmackDown Women's Champion, on Monday Night Raw. We have Oscar, the uh, Raw Women's Champion, on SmackDown. Corbin. Both of them, if not one of them, is going to lose at Money in the Bank. Strowman when he came back. Speaking of Braun Strowman. Braun Strowman, we announced, was was out indefinitely with the undisclosed injury. Cedric Alexander, Sheldon Benjamin, and Chad he, Gable, and he came back, and uh, we, we was not, we were it was notified to the public that he had neck fusion surgery, and early today he announced that he is fifteen percent paralyzed in in one of his legs. Speedy recovery to Braun Strowman. And I hope that's just a residual effect that is temporary. Yeah, hopefully those nerves start to fire and and he's able to to get his situation together. Uh, 
Drew McIntyre, even though we haven't seen uh, him in a while. So, I, I, if I'm not mistaken, let me, Edge, let me, let me, Elias. no, leave Edge alone. Uh, <laughs> leave Elias I mean, you alone. Can, you can get it, but you can get a TV main event versus Seth Rollins out of this. Is what I'm saying. What's the uh, uh, Finn? Let me see here. Humberto ain't doing shit. Angel Garza still signed. He ain't doing shit. Did uh did Drew shit. return? He did. Peter Mahal. He did. Drew returned to ICW last week. So the issue, like you and I talked about him uh being drafted and his contract coming up, and then like after Mania, he disappeared. But he showed up at ICW um, early beginning of last month, or, or the middle towards the middle of last month. Did he wrestle, or did he just show? up? He showed up. He showed up to speak. I don't think he actually competed. See, so I mean, you know, he might be on a break and then got you know, because if he's still under any sort of contract, whether it's on its way to expiring or not, you don't get to do stuff like that without the green light. True. You just don't until until that contract doesn't exist anymore and it's expired. Stuff like that doesn't happen on Stanford's watch. So they're in some sort of communication with each other, if for no other reason than to give permission to make this this particular pull up. Uh, Carl, you can get a great match out of Carl Anderson. KO. I think they're focusing on Carl Anderson being in this tag team, which I, I'm I'm 100 for. If you can give us. The good brothers that we got in Impact and in AEW. I get all that. I'm just I'm listing off potential matches that that man could have had and do the same thing he's doing now, and you could have elevated the United States Championship. But instead, we have this participation ribbon, and we have Brian Breaker about to be a sacrificial lamb for the sake of getting a TV, uh, a, a bigger TV audience. It, it's his it's his litmus test. Uh, that's all I'm willing to look at this as. It's Braun Breaker's litmus test, and then it's an opportunity for Seth Rollins to pad his stats. Um, also on the injury report, Santana. Riddle. Santana from uh, uh, Miz. Stop it! You're, you're going. You're literally reading the whole roster. Uh, I'm just saying, bro. Like this shit ain't rocket science. Uh, what's what's uh, Santana and Ortiz, the uh, proud and powerful? Santana, ooh, Santana. Uh, we know they're not even on the same page with each other. Yeah, unless, unless that's been fixed, I don't. Yeah, I wouldn't put them together. But I haven't seen Ortiz either. Ortiz, well, I can't explain that, fam. <laughs> now it was announced on on uh, Dynamite uh, tonight that on collision you're going to see a six-man tag match for the first main event that they're going to have with ftr and cm punk taking on samoa joe and uh switchblade jay white and juice robinson bullet club gold so you think they're gonna put joe in bullet club nah i think that's gonna end up being like storyline wise that's gonna be why that team isn't successful because it's they tried to recruit him and you know joe's not that kind of guy did you and see again i mean you know did you see in, in, i'm sorry did you see the uh the latest update to the bullet club roster as far as like uh like where everybody is yeah 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 i did 
as 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 diluted as that may be, I really like the idea of being in multiple territories slash multiple companies simultaneously with different visions. Yeah, we we've kind of fantasy booked that before. We even thought about like what if the bloodline was spread out across you know a couple of different promotions because you which have, organically you know, they are members. yeah organically they are. Um, Jacob Fatu still repping uh, in MLW with his cousins. You have uh, Trinity Fatu and, and Impact, and of course we already know about your Tribal Chief head of the table and WWE Grand Champ. How about that whack ass belt? Uh, and that's what I was like. Seth's belt now that they've shined it and he's getting to wear it looks amazingly better. And by comparison to the shit they gave our champ. Compare seeing the participation ribbon. Yeah, one and, job. And then you had time to craft this custom singular universal title belt for the grand champ. It reminds me of when uh, the pandemic hit and the TNT championship was being crafted and, to- and, uh, and Cody had the, the shell of the belt before it was finished. Right. That's what Roman has. And that is quite unfortunate. So, Pete, um, there, there have been several fan renders of potential belts that could have been better. Almost all of them were better. <laughs> but... I, I saw one and I, I you've seen it. Yeah, too. you posted the picture. Yeah, that looks so much better, and it's the exact same belt. It's just the color structure is different. It's an all black strap. There's black diamonds inside of the W, and it's it's a lot cleaner. It almost looks like it's rose gold. I fired, but it, it, it you're right that 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 render is amazing. Swap. I can't help but I don't. I saw want a Co- I saw a Cody version of the same belt too, and that was fire. Yeah, that was dope. I don't want to see that fucking W. You gonna have to get used to it, homeboy, because you you. Know I know. I know. What's, what's the What's the name of the game? Branding, advertising. Right, so every Super Bowl, including this last one, what do you always see? You see people with this particular item before they get a ring. What Patrick Mahomes have on the team bus leaving the stadium? Belt. A WWE championship. A WWE championship. For the longest time, before before they finally did away with the duplication of the big gold belt, that was the one that everybody was getting, was the big gold belt. Look, I'm just, I'm trying to let somebody know the W's not going anywhere, and you know why it's not going anywhere. It is but Wednesday. There are ways to save this design. Only W I know they ain't going nowhere is this one. Look, until you get a new Stanford logo, ain't shit changing about that belt. It it's it's too recognizable from like regardless of the distance. You can sit in the cheap seats at the top of whatever stadium the Super Bowl is being played in. When that belt gets held up, you know exactly what it is. Speaking of SmackDown and Wax shit, what you think about uh, that the new Lacey Evans gig- gimmick? I'm good on that. I mean, it's gonna work, but I'm still good on it. 
because they they're coming right out of the Sergeant Slaughter playbook now. Boy, you, that's the one. Are you going to let her be controversial the way Sergeant Slaughter was at his height? Colonel Mustafa and General, General Adnan. Cheeky baby. <laughs> Yo, General Adnan was General Adnan LKC. I do know who that. I'm just saying. Yeah, like, yeah, oh yeah. Oh, she, cheeky baby. Yeah, cheeky, cheeky baby. baby. Bro, you, you. This last but certainly not least. You, did you you caught wind of a Wyatt story? So, of course, this is this is the source we feel like is shaky. Fuck this. That, guy. That's between us. <laughs> we, 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 us two. We feel we, like we've seen we've seen enough. Uh, bad and by bad i mean uh untruth <laughs> we we've seen enough holes in this block of swiss cheese to know that like you guessing just like we we book you guess like we book like we book it to go one way knowing it probably won't ding, ding, you're ding, just ding, ding, guessing ding. yeah it's not the same <laughs> it's ding, 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 ding. not the same not the same oh before i do that Okay, this is how you, this was my idea for Roman's belt. Now, obviously, the Snoop Dogg version that's all gold, all gold, would have been perfect. Even with you can use the green slash underneath, or I would have said you know red for the bloodline. However, check this out. Or or red with some black gradient or some shit. All right, so check this out. Roman has okay. When Roman first came back, remember he was wearing the black glove. Yep. Then he switched to the gold glove. Yep. Which made him look a lot like who? Gold glove? Thanos. Ah, yeah, that, that, that glove did look bigger because it was gold. Yeah. So essentially this whole time collecting championships, he's been collecting, infin- he's been collecting in- infinity, infinity stones. stones. Yeah. So then when the bloodline jumped off, he switched to a red one. Totally understood. But now that the bloodline is kind of in flux and Roman is now a seven star general, he's meaning he has main evented seven WrestleManias. You and I both know people in the armed forces who served when you're on like the highest level of achievement. What what is it that they give you? A medal of honor. Okay get more specific what is uh matter of fact i don't want to mess this up so i'm gonna do my googles real quick why do (laughs) so we're talking about uh general like five-star generals uh stripes medals of honor so yes it, it is a medal of honor but it's presented to service members who have been wounded as a result of enemy action while serving. Oh, Purple so, Heart? Yes. So this is why you take the same belt, you make the strap purple and the slash underneath Ooh. the W. The only problem this, with that is... This, this is my Purple Heart. And, and it also calls back to the gold glove with Thanos. The only problem with that is purple right now is the color of a particular faction, not on the brand. Now, if you really, if you really want to get outside, 
you could be like, Which? fuck, fuck <laughs> that brand, <laughs> fuck that, and fuck that faction because they're not on the brand. But didn't Heyman get basically get into bed with that faction? Yeah, he did. He did. So let let's just let's just say let's just say for the sake of conversation, you chose one of those members out of that faction, and that member of that faction was going to be the one to eventually dethrone Roman. And their championship is already purple. Or just run a storyline where they that faction steals that belt until they are given a title match. Now, of course, they can go ahead and lose, but it'll make for quickly. A good story. Yes, but you're absolutely that, that's something that's been missing from WWE is shit like that. Like, let me let me hold this bitch hostage until you give me what I want, and then you you make that person get it back. And who better than the tribal chief and the head of the table, Universal uh, and the WWE Grand Champion? You see what I'm saying? If if the okay, especially because you don't have all the members of the bloodline, you you have the wise man, Solo, Roman, and say the Judgment Day decides to abscond with the with the belt until you give one member a title shot. Wreck Finn and leave. <laughs> you can wreck Finn and leave, or. Or if the tribal chief gets to make the choice, he wrecks Dominic. Dominic would give him a match, though. That's the one thing I don't. That's the one thing I don't like about the whole Dominic situation is that as as much heat as he gets, he he puts on a damn good match. He should be far more of a chicken shit than he is a good wrestler. It's in his. It's in his blood. It's bro. in his you're DNA. Gonna, absolutely. Yeah, you're not gonna make him a trash wrestler. It's in his DNA. The gene is gonna activate at some point, and he's gonna be outside live, which. Why? That's kind of the reason I'm like, okay, on my list of potentials for money in the bank, I wouldn't mind seeing Dominic with the briefcase and eventually cashing in on Kung Fu Panda. Very interesting uh, scenario there. Um, but I, def- I definitely would have made the purple heart belt for, for Roman and made that a thing. But back on, back on to this whole Wyatt shit, though. Facts. So apparently... Now, shaky source, as we've said, but um, we've come to to learn that part of Wyatt's contract to come back to WWE was creative control of his character, which is something I nobody gets. Mm. So that, but it's also one of those things. It's a contract that was signed while. Um, the chief executive officer was on a on a sabbatical. Vincent Kennedy probably would have never agreed to that and would have never signed that. Right. However, I, yeah. You feel me? So Bray was was smart enough to kind of get in while the getting was good, but uh, because he's had that that creative control over his character, he there were certain things he didn't want to do. He wanted to continue the Uncle Howdy route, and I guess the Wyatt Six and all the things that come with that. Where I guess Stanford got to where like we don't really like this direction. We we want you to bring the Fiend back. He didn't want to do the Fiend anymore, so that's how the WrestleMania match got scrubbed. Well, but, apparent- but he, well, I thought he was also injured too because he did break a finger at a house show. Fingered and keep him off off TV but, before. You, yeah, there you go, bro. You you put tape on a broken finger and a splint. Shout yep. out to uh, Main Event J. <laughs> so, um, from from what we're reading, it's a situation where then we heard about his his um one of his hand selected writers got let go. So then that was another issue. 
So now, after he's apparently taken care of his medical issue and had time to just figure out his future, um, they've come to a consensus or a happy medium to where they compromised. And now that they've compromised and they have something that both of them can live with, even though neither one's getting exactly what they want, Ray Wyatt's return to television should be imminent. Don't know if this is true at all. And especially, like we said, because of the source, this shit is... He he's he's soon to it's be a coin flip. He's soon to be less appreciated than CM Punk if he does show back up on TV. I just the bloom is off the rose. I've Absolutely, been, I've been as much of a fan of him and his type of creativity, but like we just we we passed. Wait, we 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 we, we, we off pa- that. We passed giving passes. Yeah, we off that. Um, show BrokenPistolBC.com BrokenPistolBC at gmail.com at BrokenPistolBC on all things social that's at BrokenPistolBC on what? Everything 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 Do me a favor y'all look right here right here you see that? Like share subscribe and uh, rate review most importantly, because they say subscribe is is the most important. I think sharing is the because sharing is caring. Sharing is the most important. Share, subscribe, like, and rate. All Join that. Join the gang. Gang green. Join, Join the gang. Look! 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 The the colors you see. You you see all the. All your favorite wrestlers are rocking gang colors these days. You see this, Man. right? Have you seen the uptick in broken pencil green out here? Listen, Natty has never worn anything but pink and black. All of a sudden, she wants to use this? LA Knight. Yeah. Most recent SmackDown. Yeah, let me talk to you. The Outcast, Samoa Joe. Um, who else was that at the um, Miz, John, uh, uh, Tommaso Ciampa before he went out? No, at the Ring of Honor pay per view that was here. Uh, uh, was was it was it? It wasn't Coke, was it? Uh, I uh, I gotta go back and watch it, but yeah, it's been popping up way more often now, and I'm like, what's up with the, what's up with the popularity behind? Our colors all of a sudden. Get down with the get down. Get right or get left. Roll or get rolled over. Like it's it's simple it's enough. A, you know what it is? It's been a while since we shouted out Stanford's uh, social media team. That's that's what it is. Come come on, come back home. Come back home, guys. We still here. We we ain't did we ain't did nothing different but just expand and got the video finally on your monk ass. And, and you know, shout out to Jacksonville's social media team because you know we know Jville soon to be my new second home. You know, y'all gonna see me at, D- at Daly's place. We we know we know. Twelve. Yeah. Do me a favor. What that is? Take him to the highs. Pencil pushers. Heads up. Pencils down. And as we take out, once again. This is getting old, but this this one is so necessary. Tim Bell salute.
for Shiki Baby. I humble you.